0: happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Surely praying that God will give you just a wonderful, blessed day today as you celebrate Mother's Day. And give honor to my mother that's here this morning. I sure love and appreciate her, and that's probably all I can get out. <laughs> uh, kind of It goes a little bit better if I just tell her one-on-one, but I do appreciate my mother. Before I get started with uh, uh, the text this morning, I want to share something with everyone. Uh, being Mother's Day, this is just an appropriate uh, uh, situation that happened just this week. Uh, you may have heard about it, and um, it was—it's about a Christian woman uh, who uh, lived in Pakistan, and she, uh, she was a Christian. Her name is Asia Bibi. And did anybody hear about this lady by chance? All right, well. Um, She's a Christian woman who was acquitted of blasphemy after spending eight years on death row in Pakistan, has left for Canada to be reunited with her daughters. And I uh, I read where she has five children. I'm not sure if they're all girls, but um, they could be all girls, but she has five. Pakistani officials and others involved in the case said Wednesday. This happened on Wednesday this past week. Asia B.B. was convicted of blasphemy in 2009 after a quarrel with a fellow farm worker. The Supreme Court overturned her conviction last year, and she had been in protective custody since then. So since last year of her acquittal, she had been in protective custody. Um, I tried to do a little bit more digging and studying and heard a little bit of commentary what the Uh, quarrel was about, and it had something to do with they refused to drink from the same uh, water bucket that she had drunk because she's a Christian and believes in Jesus Christ and not in Muhammad. And uh, in Pakistan and places where uh, Muslim religion reigns, uh, that is not good, and they, they will behead you, kill you, or give you life imprisonment because they consider it blasphemy uh, if you speak anything against him, which is what she did, she would not, uh, she would not uh, go along with what the majority rule was over there. Uh, Islamic extremists have rioted over the case, threatened to kill her. The same radical is, uh, Islamist, many of whom have been jailed for their threats, also urged to overthrow the government following Bibi's acquittal. Uh, a fellow by the name of Wilson Chowdhury of the British-Pakistani Christian Association told the Associated Press that he received a text message from a British diplomat saying Asia is out. Uh, there was uh, He had to send a text message because they could not receive uh, media reports. Uh, th- the case did bring an international attention of the controversial blasphemy law, which was what she was charged with, which carries an automatic death penalty. The uh, the mere suspicion of blasphemy against Islam is enough to ignite bo- mob lynchings in the country. The accusation of blasphemy has also been used to intimidate religious minorities or to settle scores, in which over there the religious minority is Christians. Uh, another uh, fellow by the name of Salman Tayser, the governor of Punjab province, was shot and killed by one of his own guards in 2011, for defending BB and criticizing the misuse of the blaspheming law. So, and uh, the guy who assassinated the governor was celebrated as a martyr by hardliners hardliner since he was hanged for the killing that he did, with millions visiting a shrine set up for him near Islamabad, Pakistan. So uh, that happened uh, as well. But she was uh, freed uh, as of this week. And she had. I read also that she had applied for asylum in uh, Canada, America, and there was one other uh, place. But Canada is where she got to go uh, for uh, to to try to get away from this persecution. And that's true religious persecution, right there. What she went through, not like what a uh, a lot's happening in in this country. They saying a lot of. uh, Uh, Immigrants are wanting to come up and flood the gates uh, of America's border and claim, uh, you know, persecution of some type or another, but a lot of it is false claims. But this here is a legit, sincere uh, reason for her to, to have got to flee the country. And although it took some years... She is free, and this Mother's Day, she is with her children. And I I suspect that that's one happy family right now celebrating this Mother's Day. So I wanted to share that with you all this morning. Praise the Lord. That's such a good story and good to hear a report like that because we live in a day and time. Where uh, you you as know well that uh, they don't play around if you don't if you don't uh, proclaim uh, the, that uh, so-called prophet uh, Muhammad and declare him and uh, all of the God you know. They'll just behead you or uh, call you an infidel want to get rid of you. But thank God that there are some Christians who, no matter what, are willing to stand up and be a witness, as Pastor talked about a few weeks ago, be a true witness uh, for Jesus. And she was not willing to step down. And I even read one report where uh, she uh, she told her kids at one time, don't lose faith and don't lose hope in Jesus Christ. He will see us through. So I thank the Lord that she is reunited with her family. And uh, this being Mother's Day, it's a time of looking toward our moms, the beautiful woman that gave us life and brought us into this world, thinking of how she cared for us, giving us all that she had and possibly could give. She only wanted the very best for us and to see that our dreams would one day come true. So she would give of herself forsaken her own desires for those of her children. She would lose sleep just to care for us when we were sick, do the dirty jobs. Mama made mention of a couple of dirty jobs earlier. She'd do them dirty jobs that everyone else would shrug off, and they, uh, even some of us dads are like, ooh-wee, I don't, you, you're used to touching that, honey. You go, ahead, you go ahead and handle that. I'm not sure exactly what that is when it comes up or comes out. Yeah, I, I kid with uh, my kids sometimes, and tell, I tell them, you're still pooping green <laughs> sometimes. But, but anyway... Uh, I thank God for our uh, mothers who gave us life, and reared us in the good direction that we should go, and thank God for mothers who prayed for us to, when we went astray. They never stopped praying and to see us through. Come on back and, uh, uh, to lead into the message that, uh, uh, that I wanted to share with you today. I thank God for uh, mothers of uh, the right now mothers, all those times that uh, you hollered out, Mom, I need you right now. Something happened. You know, you, uh, you're sick, you had a fever, you just screamed out to Mama right now, and you knew Mama was going to come a-running right now. You knew she was going to be there. And uh, Mama told, uh, and Daddy have told a story one time where I tried to electrocute myself. That was a right now Mama moment. You know, when I screamed, of course, I don't remember that uh, uh, occurrence happening, uh, but uh, I believe it causes as uh, She showed me one time the bobby pin that I think it was that I stuck in there, so I could imagine what it made me look like. But that was a right-now moment, and I'm sure we can all think of right-now moments that our mothers did for us at some point in time in our life when we were small. And even as we're big, uh, That there's right-now moments that you're glad that you have your mama that you can talk to, that you can confide in. And 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 she just gives you strength and hope, and I thank the Lord for our right now moms today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, I would like to uh, share with you a word that I uh, feel like the Lord has given me today. We're going to go to John uh, chapter 11, beginning at verse 21. John chapter 11 and verse 21, the backdrop of this is uh, talking about uh, uh, Jesus that raises Lazarus from the dead, is the backdrop. But beginning in verse 21, now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for our mothers that are here. And, Lord, now as we read your word, Lord, use me as you see fit. Lord, I want to be used of you according to your will. And I just pray that the word will go forth, Lord, and encourage somebody today and encourage your mothers today, Lord Jesus. I give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Let the church say... Amen, amen, praise the Lord, you may be seated. With the reading of the scripture and and, uh, what I said about the right now moms, I want to talk to you this morning about Jesus, the right now God. Jesus, the right now God. We serve a right now living God, and I'm so thankful for it. He's a God that's on the scene right when we call for him, right when we ask for him, he is on the scene. And I thank the Lord for that this morning. Going back to uh, where Martha was uh, talking to Jesus in verse uh, 24, Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Now, Martha was almost a little debative right here at this point. She hadn't seen the resurrection yet. She kind of almost was uh, uh, questioning in a sense because she said, I know that the resurrection is going to happen down the road in some time to come. Uh, but Jesus was letting her know, no, it's not down the road. It's today. It's right now. I am the right now God, and that's what Jesus was trying to get through to her. Jesus was letting Martha know plainly that I am was on the scene at the same I am that he, Moses was referring to when he asked God, when he was going to the children of Israel to get them out of Egypt. He said, "Who? When I asked them, tell them that the the God of their fathers has sent me. Who? And they ask who?" Who sent? Who, what is his name? Moses, uh, God told Moses, I am that I am. You tell him, I am have sent you. And that's what he was saying, referring to, I am the resurrection and the life. I am was on the scene. The right now God was on the scene. A resurrection was about to take place. It was about to happen right now, not on down the road, but right then. And that's what he wanted to get through to her, the resurrection and the life. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm glad that we serve and worship a right-now God today. Whenever trouble comes our way, all we have to do is call out to him. Sometimes it may be a shout, like when we shout out to our mother, Mama, come help. Sometimes we got to shout out, Jesus, Jesus, I need you. Some of these times uh, occur just in our daily happenstance, just traveling down the road when you might have a near miss of an accident. And uh, I've told you before how uh, uh, Cassie, my sister Kessie rubbed off on me Whenever something happens almost instantly like that, I'll just holler out, Jesus, you know, when, I, when a car is almost, was cut me off or cut close or I've done something myself because I'm still human, I'm not perfect. I will like, Jesus, you know, and it somehow miraculously something was prevented. Jesus was right there on the scene. The right now God is there. Uh, I, I heard a story this week uh, that, uh, on the radio about uh, Joe Olstein's father. Joel Stein had uh, some other siblings, and one of his sisters was uh, the one, when he, back when his father was alive, uh, she opened the mail. And there was a package that came in, and it was a, it was a heavy package, and this package uh, turned out to be an explosive device, a bomb. And it went off right at her on her desk right there. And in her account that I heard her her tell, she said that there was 10-inch nails as part of the shrapnel in in this box. And when it went off, it went everywhere. The nails stuck in the desk that she had. They stuck in the wall. And it just was something spectacular. You know how a bomb is just meant to do damage. And you've heard about different occurrences, uh, the Boston bombing that hurt and killed so many people. Well, uh she of course survived she had she was injured a little bit but not killed and the paramedic told her dad uh that there had to be by the way the scene looked and on on the desk and all they saw with she, no more injury that she had there had to be something or somebody In between her and that bomb that went off. I mean to tell you that we serve a right now God. There was a right now God on the scene for her because that should have killed her and it did not. We serve a right now God. That was a wonderful story that I had heard that should have killed her, but it didn't. There's many, many times that we serve a right-now God. There's all kind of diseases and things that can attack us in our body, and we serve a real, living, right-now God that can handle each and every situation. We have witnesses this morning with us uh, that, that they can testify that they, that they serve a right-now God, Sister Tina Sister Wanda. That's something we're still cherishing and talking about. That is a right-now God that brought her back, and, and it's still going on. We serve a right-now God and not only all of these things but we also have a lot of false teachings and beliefs that are going around today so many so many untrue words that's going out there deceiving Not only God's people, but the ones who have not even met Jesus yet and know who He is. So much false doctrine. But we serve a right now spiritual God that can help us through every situation, that can give us the knowledge that we need to help somebody else along their way. I don't care what in our society that they try to tell us. You can get to God through many different gods or many different ways. There's only one way to God. There's only one way to heaven, and it's through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It's only through Jesus Christ, the only one real living God. There's not many gods, but there is false teaching that's saying otherwise today. And not only that, even our own churches and synagogues in this country alone want to uh water down the message and the word of god and, and just uh, hamper, hold back because they don't want to make people feel uncomfortable or they want them to be to just come to church and oh just so long as you're here and you just believe in the love of jesus uh like uh brother farmer was said he was going to talk about uh the love this morning well gee that's true jesus loves and he he god is love but there is only one god and there's only one way to heaven and if we do, don't follow that strictly according to the word of God as the apostles have set forth that walked with Jesus and they and that's how they teach it, and that's what we go by then we're going to find ourselves in a world of hurt when, when judgment day comes and I for one don't want to be the one accused of telling somebody the wrong way I for one don't want to be the one accused of saying how come you watered this down or how come you didn't tell me the truth the people need to know the truth no matter how much they like it how much they don't like it, they need to hear it the word needs to go forth in, in its original form not some watered down version that that will cause somebody to lose their soul, glory to the name of the Lord, I, I for one do not want to be the cause result for anyone to lose their soul for not telling them the truth as the word of God says because it's not, it's not Ronnie Pruitt's word that's going to get somebody to heaven, it's the word of God that's going to carry you to heaven praise the name of the Lord Jesus breathes spiritual life into us. That lets us know it come from Him, and He is the author of it. That means He will support and maintain that spiritual life. Because we serve a real living God, He will maintain and support that. John six and 30, 33 reads, "For the bread of life, for the bread of God is He who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world." Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. We have that hope today that when we believe in Him, we'll never hunger, we'll never thirst. He is that bread that will sustain us. We don't have to worry about our, even our next physical meal coming. He will sustain us no matter what. That bread, that hope that there is a hereafter with Him, that one day He will call us home because He is the living, spiritual bread of life. He is real and He is going to carry us all home. Praise the name of the Lord. Jesus offers us life today because he lives and he is the source of that life. And we all know several accounts of different people who were brought back to life. We're uh, reading a text about Lazarus. And he was very well known, uh, one, probably uh, the most popular uh, one brought back to life by Jesus. But Jesus also brought back to life uh, during his time a 12-year-old girl and also the son of a widow from Nain. So he also brought back two other people's life during his ministry. However, uh, Lazarus probably took the most popularity of, of it. We know that Jesus' resurrection was different, though. Even in uh, the ones that are brought back to life in the Old Testament, the one thing that we know is that Jesus' resurrection was he didn't die again. When he, was, when he was resurrected, he ascended to heaven with a father that made him the real living God that's still living today. All the others that brought back to life, they had to pass away again. Now, I, And they may not have cared for that, but when the ones that were brought back, they had to pass away again. But Jesus is when he was raised, he did not have to die again. He ascended to heaven, he's on the throne, and he has guiding us and directing us that spiritualness that we need, proving that he is that bread of life that we are can sustain with. Now Jesus the Scripture says that Jesus concerning Lazarus' death, he groaned in the spirit and and he was troubled. And when you look when you look at it and study it, it's talking about he was irritated. With the death factor, Jesus is not happy with death, and God, God the Father is not happy with death. It's never, never His plan. It went, it goes all the way back to Adam, when when Adam let sin in, and that's when death became a reality for mankind. But God never was one for death. So when Jesus groaned, because it's the Scripture says that uh, uh, Mary and Martha were crying, and when Mary had come out, she was crying, and the Jews that come. with with her were crying... Jesus groaned in that. He was upset at that death, but He was the I Am. He wanted to prove to them that the I Am was there and on the scene, and they were going to see the glory of God. And He was trying to prove to them that if you believe, if you believe in this that I'm telling you and showing you today and right now, that is your hope for the hereafter. That is your hope for when you pass on from this physical life, because death now exists, you have a hope that you can strive for, that you can live for, and that I'm going to give you that Spiritualness, the strength that you need to carry on until I call you home. Praise the name of the Lord. He lives so that we can have a right now God and a relationship with Him. That relationship with Him, with Him being a right now God, makes it so wonderful that you can feel Him anytime you need to. You might uh, be by yourself, uh, your family might not be around, and you can just begin to worship Him, and you can feel Him right there inside of you, just well in, up uh, inside of you. And you know He's real. You know He's there. And, and that just gives you hope and encouragement and strength that you know that He is real and that one day He is going to call you home. We may have to go through a physical death and those that have, have, they're going to be the uh, the in seniority rank going up first. They're going to get the, they're going to get to go up to glory first. Praise and those that are alive and remain, they're going to be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Glory to the name of the Lord. But He is a right now God, and there's many times that you can testify that He has proven that to you. Then there's nobody going to change your mind. There's nobody going to cause you to doubt it. You know where your hope lies. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And I want to show you that this is what Paul was talking about in 1 Corinthians 15 and 20. Talking about Jesus here, but now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. Talking about those who have just passed on. Jesus is the first fruit because he is the resurrection and the life. And he is the one that gives life. And because of that, it, that's what separates between Jesus' resurrection that we celebrated not too long ago and all these others that he brought back to life and the ones that were brought back to life through other prophets in the Old Testament. That was a difference. Like I told you earlier, he had ascended to heaven. And he, so he was up with a father. And he is the first fruit of those who live. And this morning... As pastor comes on back up, uh, it was not my intent to hold you long. I know everyone wants to uh, uh, see their uh, mothers today or have plans, but I want... I want everyone to know you have that hope today then you have something to rejoice about and I know there's many of you do but if you do not have that hope today if you do not have that right now God in your life and you need to ask Him to come into your heart and be that right now God He is He is wonderful and just to forgive you of your sin He is wonderful and just to give you the spiritual strength that you need to make it through a lot of people just think they can't make it through that it's too tough and they just it's only because because you haven't had that personal experience that just gives you without that shadow of a doubt. Aren't you glad this morning for those that know without a doubt Jesus has? Uh, is that right now God? Aren't you yes, glad so of that? that? Aren't you blessed of that? This morning, if you need prayer for anything, uh, would you come? Or if you, need, if you would like to talk to Jesus for a little bit and ask him to be your right now God, you can do that today and you can leave here with a hope that so many of the rest of us have. Glory to the name of